0: Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Brittany Smith Podcast. I am so excited that you are here joining us today. I have my new friend, Miss Katie Miller, um, and she is going to be talking to us about Um, creating courses, creating courses. Many of you are coaches. Many of you are consultants and many of you are content creators. And you guys know that I am big on taking your ideas and stretching them as far as they can possibly go. So taking your idea and having a product around it, a book around it, a course around it, a podcast around it. I'm all about repurposing and monetizing your brilliant ideas. So I'm really excited let me calm down. That's how excited I am. You guys, if you're watching this and you're like, what is wrong with her? I'm really, really excited. Um, and so the name of her business is the Miller social. So Katie, tell us a little bit more about who you are just as a woman, and then tell us about your business and how you got into doing what you do today.
1: So I am a mom of two boys. I am married to my high school sweetheart and I kind of found my pla- found myself at this place, like when my kids were young, I was like, wow, I've been to a lot of school, like surely I can do something more. Like I, I was getting a little like this, this can't be it, like diapers cannot be it. So for me, I was like, I got to use my brain. Like we have so many amazing things that we do and so many things that we do before we become moms that I think you, you end up at this place, like you get so consumed by motherhood, Right. So that's kind of where I was when I started my first business. And I had to figure out like, how do I do all these things and wear all these hats and still be me? So when I started my first business, that kind of like flushed a lot of that out and moved into social media for me. And then I started Miller Social, like about two-ish years ago. And it wasn't really until last year that I realized, I was like, listen, I like, my background is in course development, so maybe I do more of that. And that's really what I've been focusing more on is the social media strategy and course development. But like outside of that, I'm a big fan of a target wander. That's how I like release all the like anxiety of regular everyday life. I'm a self-proclaimed coffee snob. I love to travel, um, and like give me trash TV, and I am a happy girl.
0: So ladies, as you can hear and see, Katie is one of us, okay? She is she is our people um from the moment you even started talking about, you know, diapers can't be it. Like I saw a t-shirt, diapers can't be it. <laughs> I felt that in my bones, seriously. Um, and so we're super excited to have you on. And now even better to be able to relate with you and connect with you on another level, because we know that you get it. Um, the fact that you're you're doing business um, in the midst of momming, in the midst of all the other things you have going on, um, and the fact that you took time to share with us is really just awesome. Um, so Talk to us um, a little bit about course creation. Like, what are some of the misconceptions that people have about creating courses that you've heard?
1: Oh, man, there's so many. There are so many. And it's like, so my approach to pretty much course creation and social media is I'm a very like straightforward, no BS kind of person. Like I'm not all about the, there's, there's just a lot of information out there. So there are a lot of myths and ideas about behind course development. A lot of people think that it has to take like a ton of time, a ton of energy, and it's really expensive. Uh, while yes, it does take that time, um, I think part of it is because we try to do it ourselves. I mean, it's kind of a natural instinct that we're like, I'll do it myself. I'll figure it out. And we can do that with pretty much everything. Surely we can like go to the University of Google and figure out everything. Right. But I think what people look at these big names and, oh, they've created these courses. So it must be hard. It must take like... I must need a team of people. And you don't really need that. So my approach is really to work with people to develop their ideas to get them to a place where they can um they they can create something that's not going to be hours upon hours upon hours. And you're not, you don't need to go to like a studio to film your video. You don't need fancy stuff. There's one like one expert I saw, and she was talking about the products that you needed. And I went and I actually added it all up. <laughs> it was like, or $7,000, I was like, girl, no, Like, who, who is spending that much money to create their first course? Like none of us are. So my, I kind of took the approach of like, well, you just need your computer and your idea really to develop it. Like we have all the programs and the tools, you don't need fancy things to do all of this. And I think that's where people kind of like get lost with things is they look at the entire process and they're like, wow, that's a lot. And two, it's going to be really expensive and I need all this fancy stuff because these experts are telling me I need all these fancy things and you don't need that. You really right. just need your idea. Right. Right. I, I love that. I'm going to um, pause
0: you right there because um, you're absolutely right. And we, as women, we're overthinkers um, mm-hmm. one, and two, When you say you're going to need equipment that equivalents equivalates to shopping um, and equivalents, that's not a word equates. I like equates.
1: it. I like it oh. though. <laughs>
0: It's a now. Um, but that also connects to um, shopping. For some people, if you're not a tech person, that sends you into overwhelm because like what are I don't even know what the specs like I, what kind of camera and what kind of this and what kind of that. And so you get overwhelmed going down that rabbit trail. And I also think it taps that insecurity that we as women have where it's like you don't
1: have what you need. So you can't start that's you don't know it all you don't have it all so what you're you can't do it which is completely opposite from my approach to it <laughs> I'm yeah. like you can though because yeah. in the most part people have every all the tools that they need to do everything if you have a phone if you have a computer you're good
0: yeah yeah so so what katie is saying you guys is start where you are Yes, many of us have graduated from the flip phone and have either some kind of iPhone or some kind of, you know, galaxy, those cameras are good enough yep. you know, to do what we need to do. And if you think about it, all the people that we follow that have great courses and all these different things that are really successful, they have to start somewhere. One of the people that I follow, Marie Forleo, um, if you go way back to the beginning of Marie, like first video Marie, you will appreciate where she's grown to. She had mm-hmm. to give herself a place to evolve to. And so I want that to be your story as well. Give yourself room to evolve. Just know that your first course is not going to be as great as your 10th course because you're learning as you're going, you know, and even if the, the beautiful thing about technology is that your course can become better every time because you're better every time, not even because your technology changes. You can still do Zoom videos, you know, 10 years from now, but your look is different. Your delivery is different. Your content is different. Your understanding and your knowledge is different. Your graphics are different, right? And so the more you progress and grow as a person, your content automatically has to go with you. So you can start right now. Um, So Katie, thank you for that. So, So speak to the person who's like, okay, I've just jumped that hurdle of feeling like I can't start right now. Where do I start when it comes to um, programs and um, what kinds of things? Like, If I have a course, I, I have the content done, where do I start in terms of what kind of websites to use or apps or different things like that?
1: So I think that's a, honestly, it's, a, it's something that holds a lot of people back because that's a piece of it. It's okay, there's all these tech pieces. Like, I don't know which one to use. There's a million different course platforms. Which one's the best one? Like I have a comparison guide for my top four and it really is like most things. I mean, let's be real, we all comparison shop. So it's the same with pretty much everything with course development too. It kind of just depends on what you need and what you can invest. So when you're looking at these top, places and the tech that you need. Like if you have a website, awesome, but it's not a requirement. And like, I started my business without a website. I didn't even do branding until last year. Like I didn't, cause I didn't know what I wanted to do. Honestly, when I started my business, When what, what, the, what my business looks like now versus when I started is very different. Um, because you kind of have to figure it out. But I would say in terms of that stuff, it's really like comparing the what you need and out of a platform, you can go simple and free up to like the Kajabis of the world, which are way more expensive. And that part of it is not, the, not what you need to worry about at the beginning. Right. So that's kind of after the, like once you've developed all that stuff, like you said, you know, like once you have your things, what do you do? I really just rely on my computer. So I use iMovie to edit and then I look at the platform. I personally use Member Vault. There's free options for that. Most of them have a free trial. It really just depends on how tech savvy someone is and how much time. But there's also people that will put, do that for you. They'll do the back end for you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I like member vault. Um, I haven't, so, so Katie, I'm one of those people who I'm tech savvy. I've got all the content, but I get hung up at the part of the recording it and putting it all together. The execution part of it. I'll get stuck in the planning phase and I'm doing this. Yep. We all do. We all do. I feel productive, but I'm just doing this and I'm not moving forward. I'm just mm-hmm. spinning my wheels. Um, so I, I like member of all. And I like the fact that you can add different components to your course. Like you can add worksheets, you can add videos, you can add quizzes, you can have all kinds of things. And like you said, there's a free version, a free version to get you started. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it definitely, ladies, depends on what you're looking to do. Um, so, so Katie, tell us what are some of the different types of courses, right? Like, you know, do they all have to have 29 modules, you know, or like, is there, what qualifies as a mini course? Tell us what kinds of courses we could possibly explore.
1: Oh, this is like, this might be one of my favorite things because I think when people think courses, they think the like big kahuna course. <laughs> That's me. I yes <laughs> yeah we think like we think our like this is going to be our thing this is like our signature course um there's not names for each type but like signature course I can get on board with the other ones there's like a whole different type so when people come to work with me I usually start with like they they're like I'm going to create a signature course I'm like well are you let's figure this out first cuz I don't know if you are so there's the the different sizes of courses really depends on what your topic is and a lot of people that come to me they're like i'm going to create this signature course and i'm like i don't know like you can't know that before you actually plan um so you can't go into course development or like this is what i'm going to set out to create because by the time you're done mapping it all out it might not be that and it might not be what your audience can consume so not everything is going to be your signature course but what i actually what i really love and is having a mini course offer So having something that's a quick, like snack size course that people, that is under like a hundred, even under like 75 that people can purchase when they um, find you on social or however they find you and they can quickly convert. That's like, that's my favorite one for people to create because it's something that you probably already have. It might be a one session thing. I just did this with reels. I have a simple reels course and It was like $37, not something that required a ton of time, but it's something for when people come to my profile, they can click on it and buy that without it being like my super big strategy sessions or like my signature course that I had last year, which was way more expensive. So it gives that entry point for your clients. So I really, I love that. And I think that everybody can use some sort of mini course so that they can get their client get potential clients in the door and then you kind of have like the middle ground which are a little longer like you're i don't like to put timelines on it but your mini course is probably going to be like a one time session maybe a couple of days your kind of middle session or middle type of course is going to be a little more intense than the mini course it's going to give a little more information and your signature course is going to be multiple weeks and mo- multiple modules if you are getting into something that is longer than like 10 to 12 weeks, I would say you got to break it down a little more. That's a lot of information because if you think about how we consume information, like, are you going to sit down and listen to, like, have time for that? No, none of us have time for these, like, crazy things, especially if it's, let's say, you have an eight week course and every session is an hour. That's like a lot of time that we do not have. So, Part of what I challenge my clients to do is really like, let's break down what you're actually talking about because we don't have time. Nobody has time, especially moms. But none of us have time to sit down and watch hours upon hours of a course. You're never going to finish it. And the goal and the value in it is having someone purchase your course and complete the whole thing and then say, I want more of that person. So that's when they move into your one-on-ones type of thing. But so there's kind of, it depends on really the topic Um, and how in-depth the topic is and how you can break it down.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, And so ladies, I really love the, um, the mini course idea. And again, this goes back to what we started with in terms of you can have one thing that you're teaching, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, you don't have to be an expert on 10,000 things. Like maybe, like, let's say you're, you're, um, your expertise is reels, instagram reels. and that's like that, that's your thing. you know you can have the mini course on reels. you can have that middle course on how to, you know strategy strategically, choose which reels you're going to do. And so it gets a little bit deeper into that process. And then you have the mega course, right? <laughs> Where, you know, now you're getting into what kind of technology, maybe if you want to upgrade your equipment and, you know, how to create your own audio for reels and all these different things. So it gets more detailed, um, but it's the same content. And like that's what I love because we don't have to recreate the wheel every single time uh, or recreate the reel every single time. <laughs> So so I love that so much. Um, And I also love the fact that um, your mini course could either be a freebie or it can be that low hanging paid option, right? I want to challenge you ladies to um, really build out your funnels so that people always have something to snack on um, as they're working through your content. Um, I think that's another thing, Katie, that people like me who get caught up in the creating and -hmm. the planning right? I, in, in doing that, I don't allow my potential clients an entry point into the funnel, you know, because I'm so busy trying to build the thing so that they will come. And it's like, no, you have to step out of the the cyclone for a minute. You know, maybe you have a worksheet on what is a real and why do I need them? That's the freebie. And then you feed them into that, the, the low paid option and work them up the funnel. Um, so I love that. So, so Katie, what are some of the like just key pointers or tips. If I'm going to start my mini course, I'm getting ready to start my funnel Um, in terms of, I guess the psychology behind it, like how do I take my clients or my students rather on a journey with my content in this course? You, You know what I'm saying? Like the hierarchy of information, like, you know, how do we kind of map that out?
1: Well, I think you really want to have it. Think about how you consume. So think about that for your clients. You can't, like you know like I was saying earlier, you're not going to be able to sit down and have hours to watch some things. So if you create this like amazing three-hour masterclass, maybe break that down into different sessions <laughs> because that's too much for someone. No one's going to sit down for three hours. They're not going to com- complete it. So when you think about a mini course, especially, you really want to like break down to the simplest form. What the information that you're sharing. So, like for mine, it's talking about video marketing, talking about the value of Reels, and then I gave three. It's kind of a mashup of like workshop and um, and course. So I gave three ideas that they could go do right then. So it was consumable as an hour. So it's not something that's going to take people a ton of time. They don't have to watch the whole thing at once. So you want to think about what is the information. Maybe like one piece of it, even breaking it down. So if you're talking about Reels, or you're talking about social media, like if you think social media as a whole, I mean, that's like a lot to cover, right? Like that's yes. overwhelming, and you don't want to ever overwhelm your audience. Just like we don't want to overwhelm them with, uh, like when we're talking on social or when you're doing anything, you don't want to give them a million different things and then say, okay, good luck. <laughs> like that's, a, that's exactly, that's like setting them up for disaster. It's like, it's not going to do what you want it to do. So you really have to break down to the simplest form for a mini course. And then as you build it up to more and more information, that's when you get to the bigger size. But I really like keep the lesson itself, like 30 minutes or less, if it's going to be more than that, I think you need to break it down a little more, which is possible. Like a mini course doesn't have to be one lesson. It can be more than one. Um, You just don't want it to be so much information. You don't want to overwhelm your audience and you want to give them something that they can go do right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so ladies, another thing that I'm hearing is
0: that you want to make sure that you are not talking over the heads of your people. Um, You know, so for me, I'm a brand strategist. So I might just go branding, 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 branding. But if my course is to try to teach people about branding, what I might consider basic knowledge in branding, I might have to come even further down from that. um, And and really just take a piece of that because I'm talking to people who branding is not their thing. It's not their wheelhouse. It's not the thing that they wake up thinking about. Right. And so keep that in mind as well, that what seems basic to you still might be in an intermediate level for the people that you're talking to. Now, if you're creating a course, I have a, a funnel that I'm developing for other creators and other designers. So for that group, I know that when I say branding, they already know where I'm at. Or if I say Canva or Photoshop, they already know where I'm at. So I don't have to come so far down. But if I'm talking to the everyday female coach, consultant, and content creator, who's like, what the heck? What are you talking about? I might have to say, hey, guys, branding is da 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 -da." You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a great point that you made. Um, And because we want to take people on a journey. We want to help them grow. And we want them to, um, to retain it. We want them to retain it. So if you get on there and you just go off into expert land, you're going to lose them. You're going to lose oh, them. A
1: hundred percent. And I think that's so valuable to, to to know your audience before you start creating it too, because you, but you have to keep in mind who you're creating it for the entire process of course creation, because it is true. If you start to like talk expert level, you're going to lose them within five minutes and or less probably. And they're going to tune out and not complete the course, which is not the purpose of what you're trying to create. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing
0: too, in breaking things down to a, um, a more simple level, or even I like the idea of, let's say you have an hour's worth of content, breaking that up into four 15 minute videos, um, that you get to take your time, you know, you don't have to rush through to try to cover everything. So if I have For points, I can take my time and and take 15 minutes on that one point. I can talk slowly. I can crack a joke or two. I can tell a little bit about myself. I can tie in real life examples. Um, And again, that makes for a better learning experience because now I'm able to connect not just with the information, but I'm connecting with you. And that is what you want. You want them to go through that course and say, I learned so much. And I really liked Katie. I really liked Brittany. Whatever she has, I'm signing up for it because she was just fun to learn from. Right. And so that's an opportunity for you to flex your personality um, and really show people the passion that you have for what what it is that you're teaching. Um, So I think those are those are all great points. And I think that, um, Katie, for those of us who um, who just get stuck in our own heads, Can you, can you talk to us and just kind of talk us down? (laughs) Um, You know, those people who are like, we're, we're at the threshold of really wanting to do this thing, but we are
1: hindered by our
0: mindset. What, what do you say to that person?
1: Well, I'm a fan of messy action. So (laughs) I, I am like such a planner, but I'm also like someone who kind of jumps in. So I have this weird, like I'm right in the middle where sometimes I do get in that spot. But I think what we have to remember is that you already know the information. You're already the expert in the information because it is what people are asking you for all the time. It is what your clients ask you all the time. It's what people, your friends are like, hey, you know a lot about this. Can you help me with it? It's all the information that people are already coming to you for. So it's you're not coming up with something like, groundbreaking. It's information that is already in your head. It's just figuring out a way to share it. So I think remembering that you are the expert in that situation. You are already the expert. You already know what you need to know to be able to create a course. You might not know the organization part of it or the tech part of it or the launching or how am I going to do this on social? You might not know all that part, but the actual content of the course, which is the important part anyway, is this stuff that you already know it's already in your head. So you have to just like, get it out of your head. Think about what your clients are asking you, the questions that they're asking you all the time. Those are the signs that you already have a course idea. People ask you the same questions all the time. They are like, you feel like you're repeating yourself all the time, saying the same information. All of those two things are like, like flashes. You need to make something out of it because you will not spend your time answering those questions anymore cuz you can direct your clients to say hey i've got this option for you go check this out first and then we can talk that is an
0: excellent excellent point what i heard ladies is get over yourself and just do it okay <laughs> i heard and and the other thing that i heard was um like she said all the things that people already ask you if you find yourself being a broken record Make a course out of it. Make a quick video out of it so that you can send people that way. And now you're freed up to continue to do the things that you like doing in your business. Unless you like repeating yourself, which as a mama, I do not. Okay. <laughs> right? I was going to say we do enough of that, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again, if you want to alleviate yourself from having to um, teach that basic level over and over, Create something around the basic level knowledge of your industry or whatever your business is so that you can get those entry level people in at that point. And it frees up your time to focus on the next level up or the VIP people or what have you. That, my friends, is how you scale your business. Yes. You start to put these things in place, they're automated, people can grab and go, you start to build out a library, right? Um, so maybe, you know, you're starting people, I'm just going to keep using the reels as an example, because you said it. Um, so maybe, you know, you have an intro to Instagram class that like, before I can get into reels, I need to know what Instagram is and how it works, right? So you have your intro to Instagram class, you have your um Reels 101 class, you have your IG Live 101 class, how to show up in video. Like you have all of this entry-level information so that by the time that person has worked through all six of your free things, they can, or your low-paid things, now they're at a place where they're primed and ready to go for your next offer. That is how you do business as a coaching consultant and that is how you scale your business as a coaching consultant. I really feel like, you know, our businesses. is, Not they don't die by this, but they can definitely thrive by course creation Um, because one, people are constantly, like you said, going to Google for things. Well, what if I Google how to do reels in 2022 and your course comes up? You know what I'm saying? Like that is how we we get our piece of the pie in terms of profit and scaling our business in this day and age. And like Katie said in the very beginning, you don't need a whole lot. Like if you're watching this or if you're listening to this, chances are you have a mobile device or a laptop. You're already set up to get your mm-hmm. coin. Core-
1: <laughs> you are good to go if you have that stuff. That's all you need. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so
0: I guess as we kind of land the plane here, um, maybe there are people on here who have created their course, but now they're kind of stuck with either um, how do I promote it or what should my launch window be like? If I, if I want to release the course, you know, I have it, it's already done. How many weeks do I need to promote it before I open it up for enrollment? Like what, what I know it's different, I guess, for depending upon the type of course, but I guess on a, on a basic general level, um, what does that look like?
1: Uh, so first I will say I'm kind of a lazy launcher because <laughs> I, um, I would see like all these people talking about their launch and how exhausted they were. I'm like I'm already exhausted, like in life. So I don't know if I need to be exhausted by a launch also, like. I have to take my kids to practice after school. So I'm not spending all this time doing it. So from that point of view, I start talking about what I'm creating before anything is done for all of my offers. I started talking about something last week on my stories and I did not have any of it mapped out until today. So nobody knows that. I mean, now you do, but nobody, (laughs) nobody knows that you have nothing prepared for your course. So start talking about it. Like ASAP, just to start getting interest in it. Um, For me, I spend, like, it really depends. I spent, for my Reels course, I spent, like, I started talking about it, I think, in December. I launched it mid-January, and I was talking about it kind of like I dropped a few things, like, end of November, December, but, I mean, that time of year is, like, magic production season for us, so, like, we, you know, I was kind of dropping it in there. I will. And then in in December, I was kind of dropping it. And then January, once like after the post-holiday madness, uh, then I started to really push it. So I would say it was like two to three weeks that I focused on talking about it every day on social. So your launch plan can really be as long as you need it to be. I start mine early in terms of like just talking about it. It's not anything fancy, but I will say the two to three weeks leading up to it is when you're super focused on what you're going to do and what you're launching and you want to talk about it all the time. Um, I usually do waitlist and live launch. Uh, So it kind of like I give at least a couple days for that. But I would say two to three weeks, like super focused before that, you're just talking about it. So you don't need a ton of time. You don't need like four to six weeks. You can do it really in as little time as you want. You can push it. You can have something launch over and over again, or you can have it be evergreen content where it's just always available for your people. And you kind of have to talk about it every so often. Um, But really, it's the figure out the timeline that works for you. And but just talk about it a lot on social.
0: Yes, and that is also something that we struggle with sometimes is talking about ourselves and talking about what we have going on, especially when it comes to us positioning ourselves as experts. Ask me how I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure we, yeah, we all know. We all know that feeling.
0: Yes. These um, podcast interviews are easy for me because it's not about me. It's about the person in the hot seat. So I get to just ask her all the questions and her expertise. But when it comes time for me to promote a class or something that is centered around me, there's always this wall that I have to break through of, you know, who are you to teach this? And who's going to sign up for your stuff? No one. And I have to, like, fight through all of that. Um but ladies I say that to say in the year 2022 it is my year of consistency and I'm going to work through those things just like you are going to I need you to write it down I am going to work through those things because there are people out there that need what you have and as a busy woman whether you're a mom or not whether you have other hats that you wear you need to automate these things like you need to have a course like I know that everybody listening right now has something that they can teach Something that they can turn into a course. I don't care if it's how to get the beds uh, the kids in bed on a regular basis and have them sleep through the night. Like if you if that's you, I need that course like <laughs> ASAP. Uh, I, I, that was for me actually.
1: <laughs> well, that's funny because that's exactly what I say about courses. Everybody has something that they can teach. You may not have thought about it that way, but because you have figured out something, you have become an expert in something, you have figured out how to make it work for you. That's why you can teach it. Yes, absolutely. It doesn't have to be because you have like a degree in it. It just is like, if you have the experience, you have developed a system or a strategy that works for you in your industry and in your area, in your field of expertise, that's why you can teach it. Teach it. Teach
0: it. Teach me how to get the kids in bed and stay in bed all night. Like, teach. I will buy that
1: course. <laughs> right. I know. That's a whew, the struggle is real. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I'm glad that you said that. You literally can teach a class on anything. Um, and I don't know the exact statistics, but I know that the online learning industry has exploded. It's,
1: um, it's like a 300 percent growth in the last few yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So there's there's room for all of us. Out and then, there. that passive income that's like you you know you touched on that having that passive income is really huge in our businesses because we can't we can't be doing things all the time i mean we are doing things all the time but you can't be doing business things all the time because we have other stuff going on so being able to build something that can be your passive offer and it's making you money well like you put in some effort to get it out there and then you just keep launching but once it's done it's done maybe you revamp but that work that you put in up front is going to pay off in the long run because you're going to have this thing that can just keep bringing in passive income without you doing much other than talking about it on social media. Right, And, and so I want to one more
0: thing I want to say, I want to free those of you who are perfectionists. OK, mm-hmm. you can record a class today and never change the video and just run the class forever, Like, Because we'll be like, oh, I have to re-record it now because that was 10 years ago. No, 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 no. There are people still using the same videos that they did back in 1979 talking about this is how you, you know, E equals MC squared, right? And people are still buying it because the information hasn't changed. Like, So if you have, if you're in the type of industry where your information doesn't change that much over time, continue to use the original video. And maybe you're adding other resources to it. But like she said, you don't have to do much to it. It's one of those plants that you water it every couple of months and it's fine. You know, That's what these courses can do and that's what they can create. Um, and then as you grow, you get yourself a virtual assistant. They can even manage the funnel. So mm-hmm. you can literally walk away from it and just make sure that they know what they're monitoring. You jump back in to check the analytics and see how it's doing and see if you need to position it in a different way. But other than that, Like set it and forget it. Oprah's not going back and deleting her old episodes of the Oprah Winfrey show just because they're old and she's done evolved into more fabulous now. No, they're still there for us to
1: consume if we want, you know, and, and she's still being great. So that's an amazing, amazing comparison. I love that because being able to say like, oh, she does not go back and she's not deleting those old episodes. Like it's that growth, right? It's that growth of where you are at the beginning and where you are now and it's just that ability for people to get access to you and your expertise and then fall in love with what you have to offer and keep wanting to work with you. Absolutely. And I I appreciate that about the people
0: that I follow. Um one of the women I follow, Nicole Walters. I took a class with her. I want to say in 2017, 2018, I and, and she so she, this was my first big investment. It was big for me at the time. It was like 697 um, and it was like one k one day her one k one day program, yeah. and um, that Nicole is different than the Nicole that's out there killing the game today. Mm-hmm. But she's still launching and making a kajillion dollars off of that same program. I don't think she's gone in and changed those videos out because the information is still valuable to people who are in the space that I was in when I purchased it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing I want you to keep in mind if your if your course is geared toward you know, this is my first year as a coach, everybody who enters their their first year as a coach, that, that content is going to be valuable to them, whether it's 2022 or 2052. If they're entering into the coaching industry in 2052, your video is still going to be of value. Now, granted, Some of the industry things might have changed, but there's some foundational things that won't change, right? Um, So that as a person who's on the journey with Nicole Walters, I appreciate what she's putting out all the more because I jumped in on her journey way back then. Mm -hmm. So that also helps to build your tribe and build the group of people that are going to grow with you over the course of the years. um, And which is also what you want as a coach, a consultant, a content creator, people are connecting with you whether
1: you want to focus on that or not, they are. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's so, so true. Cause it's like, you're the magic, you're the magic sauce. You're the magic that's sauce. It. So, okay, Katie, you done given us three different
0: t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Diapers can't be it. That was the first one. Um, Messy. What'd you say? Um, I'm a messy, messy action. I like that one. T-shirt, okay. Messy action right here. And then what you just said, like, honestly, you're the magic sauce. Like mm-hmm. there's all three t-shirts. Y'all can get them on her website in a couple months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably make them into coffee mugs because that's yeah. really what just everybody <laughs> buy, can buy a coffee mug, t-shirts, you know, we can do the yeah. whole thing. You never have too many coffee mugs. Okay. <laughs> right. I know my husband thinks you can, but. I don't think you can. <laughs> no, no, no. It depends on how you feel. It's like it's like underwear. Like, what do I feel like today? You know, Just, right? Like, it totally is. That's how I do every morning. I'm like, which one is it today? Which one is speaking to me today? How you go. Exactly.
0: <laughs> awesome. Listen, Katie, this was great. Um, thank you so much for your insight and your expertise. Um, what do you have? What uh, I know, we mentioned your course on reels. Um, let us know, like, what can we grab today um, to help us in our journey.
1: So there's a, probably the simple reels is the easiest. That one is 37. The price is probably going to go up soon. Um, but that one is, you can get in there. You're going to create three reels when you're done with it. I also have one-on-one strategy sessions. So if you're thinking about starting a course, we can definitely go through the entire process. Don't worry about where you are because I have clients who come to me and are like, I have this idea. And then we take that idea and turn it into a course. So don't worry about whether you have it organized or not. Um, but those are probably the best ways. Um, the simple reels is easy to grab. I have some freebies on my website that people can grab for how to show up on social right now and what you can do so that it's not overwhelming and time consuming because none of us have time. Come on, that's another t-shirt, child. None of us. <laughs> None of us
0: have time. So make sure you guys check out the um, themillersocial.com. Um, make sure you follow her on Instagram and Facebook at The Miller Social. Um, connect with her. It is the time for you to really flex your expertise um, and get paid while you're sleeping as a result of that expertise. So I hope you guys got something out of this. I hope you took some notes. Make sure you join us on Facebook um, in the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content creators group we are almost at 400 members Mm -hmm. yes if you're listening to this when it airs if you're listening in 2023 we've already had 5,000 members i'm just gonna put that out there (laughs) but make sure you connect with us over there um thank you guys so much for listening katie thank you so much for having well for coming to the show um and we will see you guys next week on another episode of the britney smith podcast bye